Hey friends, I'm back. It's Kayla, your podcast strategist, and this is the Your Podcast Strategist Show. And today I am back with you to talk about ethical considerations in podcast editing. So we've talked about editing in general, and we have talked about best practices for editing and how to go about editing and things to consider as you're editing and also as you're recording because a lot of your editing issues will be alleviated by appropriate recording. However, now I want to talk about ethics in podcast editing. I originally recorded an episode. <laughs> I started um I started talking I don't know what I was talking about to be perfectly honest with you, but I ended up going deep into like editing again and then I went back and I listened and I was like, "Oh, hey guys, I've already done this one." And there was like this snippet of ethics in there. And I was like, oh, that is the episode that I wanted to record. So without further ado, let's talk about ethical considerations when you're editing your podcast. And note, this is going to be a fairly short show. There are a lot of ethical considerations, but there's not, there's variations on basically the same thing. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm your host, Kayla Wells. I'm a podcast manager and strategist working with award-winning professionals and entrepreneurs who are creating businesses that change the world. Get ready to learn everything you need to know to start podcasting today, along with all the encouragement you need to stay on track. I love podcasting, but I love creating sustainable marketing and content machines that support your business and life even more. It's time to take the weight out of your marketing efforts. Ready to go? Great. Grab your favorite note-taking tools and let's do this. All right, y'all. This is actually kind of a big deal in my opinion. It's probably not even just in my opinion. It's a big deal in general because when it comes down to it, you are providing a platform for people to share their message and their voice if you're editing with a guest in mind, which mind you, these considerations, these ethical considerations are pretty specific to when you have guests. Now, if you do not have guests on your show and you're editing yourself, then these considerations are a little less important because you are the person who's going to be able to choose how you sound. Now, if you speak very slowly and you're using editing software to speed you up because you think perhaps that you sound boring or something like that, and then you do a live video or you do a masterclass or you do something where you are doing another version of sharing a particular message and you speak very slowly, just know that people are going to be like, why does your podcast sound so different than when you're doing these live events and things like that? So there is still an ethical consideration there. But what I want to talk about is when you are bringing people on and they are trusting you with a message and with their words and with their sound and with their you know beliefs and somehow during editing, those things get skewed. And oftentimes this is mostly to do with content. Like whenever, if you have a heavily edited show where you're pulling bits and pieces and you are choosing like the most engaging pieces, some, some shows will send a bank of questions that their guests will answer. And then they take those answers and they will create their own piece after the fact to move into that answer. Right. And when that happens, there's, there's less context available because it's not really a conversation at that point. It's a bunch of questions and answers, which is really informative, but then intent behind things can get lost. 
if edited inappropriately. So basically what I would like to go over here is when to know that you are editing in a way that is unethical. So one of the best ways to paint this picture is, like I said before, if you speak slowly, if someone that you have on has a stutter, if someone that you have on speaks really quickly and you're altering the way that they sound, for instance, in the stuttering situation, if somebody has a stutter and you're taking away their stutter, like an actual stutter, not just like they messed up this one time and they stuttered over a word. Taking that out when the rest of the interview involved no stuttering whatsoever will just make them sound better. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if somebody comes on and they genuinely have a stutter that they've had their whole lives and you take out all of their stutters because it sounds better, you have officially altered the way that person sounds. And then ethically, you've really kind of altered their message, their voice, the way they sound. And in this case, that would be, in my opinion, an unethical use of your ability to edit audio that's been pre-recorded and to change the way someone sounds. It's one thing to take out some of those filler words. They really genuinely don't mean anything. Nobody is gaining anything by hearing them. If you say like and so and but all the time, which <laughs> the more I record, the more I realize what I'm saying. But if you say those things all the time and you just want to make the conversation flow more naturally, that's one thing. However, even with that, if in natural speech you say like every other word and you take out every single like that you say in a podcast episode, then technically you're editing in that way a bit unethically because that is not how you normally speak. Now, it's one thing to take out you know, 50% of them take out 25% of them just to make the conversation flow more naturally. It's a whole other thing to take out all of it. Another one is long pauses. So now what I will do is bring pauses down to a reasonable level so that you aren't having to sit through a thought process. If you bring a guest on that pauses in between every single word and you shorten them so much to make the conversation flow more quickly, and that person doesn't normally speak that way, that could be considered an unethical use of editing. So it's something to consider if you are altering the way someone sounds, the way that they speak in such a way that they no longer sound like their normal natural selves, you might want to consider backing off on some of your editing in that case. Like I said, this is mostly a consideration for when you bring guests on. And it might even be something to consider putting into your release. If you are not having your guests sign a guest release, I would definitely recommend doing that. But you might put it in your release. If this is something that's really important to you is like, I want to make sure that the this show is quick and snappy and I don't want any long pauses, then you might just have something in your release that mentions your editing policy, like the way that you edit, the way you want the show to sound and make sure that they sign off, that they're okay with you altering the way they might sound. Now, the bigger issue is the content as a whole. For instance, if you think something said is not relevant, but to the person who said it, it is extremely relevant and you've altered their message, then you are changing the intent behind their words. And once you start changing intent, you're really towing an ethical line that you need to kind of stay away from. You need to leave the intent behind what they're saying intact. 
So for me personally, within Quell's podcast services, we edit and we will remove filler words. We listen to every bit of every podcast episode multiple times because between editing, we are not a company that will just run through. Like I don't, I don't really like quick fixes. I'd rather just edit. And so we will run through the editing. We do a repair of audio, making sure all the clicks and pops and things like that are out of there. Try to work with whatever room tone and noises and things like that. We try to take all of those artifacts out. But when we come to our content, we do take out longer pauses, but if it's meant to be there for effect or because somebody is thinking about something, we don't reduce it as much. You know, like we we make a conscious decision to leave that longer pause in. Additionally, if somebody has a stutter, we do not take those stutters out unless it's this one-time thing that we then can just help somebody sound a little bit better that they weren't tripping over that word. And if somebody has something that they're saying, and maybe they're talking in circles, because we know that I talk in circles a little bit sometimes, we want to make sure that whatever the intent behind what they were saying is kept intact. So we're not just going to cut all of that out unless they've allowed us to. They let us know that they want that piece cut out, which is really easy. All you have to do during the recording is say, stop, just kidding. I want to restart this. And then you can restart what you were saying, get your words back on track. And that's something to consider letting your guests know as long as you edit your show. Now, obviously, if you don't edit your show at all, (laughs) then let them know that whatever they say is going to be included. But I just, I feel like this is a really important topic. And it's not one that comes up very frequently unless you're in the editing realm. And I think that if you're managing your show on your own, it's really important to keep these things in mind. Like, yes, you have a vision for how your show is going to sound. But in the grand scheme of things, as long as it is audible, you actually can understand and hear it, then what is said needs to be left mostly intact, barring anything that people have said, no, I don't want that included and things like that. Obviously, that stuff will come out. But that also brings up the question because I've been asked many times, like, do I have to edit my show? No, you don't have to edit your show. You don't have to edit it. If you don't want it to be edited, if you want it to be like a real raw conversation, don't edit. That's perfectly fine. But let your guests know that you're not editing. That way they can come in either way more prepared to have just a naturally flowing conversation and they know nothing's coming out and that they don't have the ability to restart. Definitely want to, like this is really important as well, is preparing your guest for the type of show that you have. Which would be a really good thing if you have a guest, not intake form per se, but like if you have a um, guest application form, you might include information about your show on that guest application form. Now, you would hope that the people that are filling out the form have been listening to your show, but just because somebody has been listening to your show does not mean they are fully aware of how your show comes about. So give them an idea of what the process looks like while they're applying. Or once they've applied for your show and you've decided you want to bring them on, send them an email or send them, you know, an additional form for, you know, the headshot, the bio, like all that stuff and let them know what to expect when they're coming on your show. Because just because a lot of podcasts sound the same, they sound like they're sitting there having a conversation one-on-one, does not mean that the way that conversation came about is the same from show to show to show to show, especially as podcasting grows and evolves and people start really looking at how they're having these conversations. Like There are a bunch of different episode structures and styles that you can employ in your show. 
there are a bunch of different ways to change it up, to make it more engaging, to have people really want to keep coming back for more. And if that's the case, if you're playing around with how your show sounds and how it's structured and things like that, you just want to make sure that the people coming onto it are aware. But I think guest intake forms and stuff like that could potentially be a whole other episode. I just really wanted to talk about the ethics of editing because I think it's a really important topic, especially as we lean into the point of podcasting, which is to give more people a voice. That's the whole goal is so that more people have a voice. It's a low barrier to entry to having your voice be able to be heard. And if you have a different voice than what is quote unquote the norm in media, it's really important that the integrity behind that voice is kept and not altered simply to make a show sound better. And I think that it's important to keep that in mind as the podcast host, as someone who's editing for a show, as someone who's even producing for a show, is to keep in mind that the goal is to provide a platform for voices to be heard. And if that's not your goal with your show, then ignore everything I've said. <laughs> like if, you have, if your plan is to have a true crime show, there are still ethics in editing for true crime as well. I'm talking about interview shows, but there are, I would almost venture to say that there's even more of an ethical standard when it comes to like a storytelling show, especially when it comes to like real life. There's way more ethical standards to to discuss in that case. And I mean, I really could go into it if you want me to, if you want to go into like the ethics behind having, you know, appropriate research and not sharing erroneous things when it comes to (laughs) true crime shows and things like that. There's definitely a line and a level of fact finding that has to be employed in those situations as well. So I can always go deeper into those types of ethics, but for for most of you that are probably listening to me, you're you're just having conversations with other people and you want to make sure that they sound like they mean to be sound and that the words that they say are presented in the way that they meant them to be said, you know, the intent behind them. But if you have any questions on this, definitely let me know. Um, if you love this episode, please do me a favor and go and review it on whatever your favorite podcast player is. Actually looking into this software, it's called Rate This Podcast. Um, I'm really considering using it because it makes it way easier to rate a show. And if I do, I'll definitely give you all that link as well. But for right now, if you've loved the show, definitely go give me a rating and review. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts is perfectly fine. And we'll be back next week with another one. I'm thinking I'm going to move into a monetization series. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Love the episode? If so, I'd truly appreciate you leaving me some stars and some words. Or, you know, those ratings and reviews we all talk about. Want to immerse yourself in the podcast world? Head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me at Quell's Podcast Services. That's K-W-E-L-L-S Podcast Services. I'm sharing more tidbits and knowledge and would love to connect. Today is the day to take action. What's one thing you can do to move closer to your podcast and business dreams? Do you have it clear in your mind? Okay, go do it. I'll catch you next time.